With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to... You're listening to The Wrestling Takeover. What is your name? With your host, Jordan Turner, who's always going to keep it real. Come on, King. Inside and outside the ring. Let me make myself clear. He's got the band behind him, King. It's time to take over, King. Are you ready? He's all fired up now, King. Takeover. Let's go. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Wrestling Takeover. This is Tuesday, August 9th, 2022. Thank you guys for joining me. Be sure to subscribe and listen to the Wrestling Takeover on all audio podcasting platforms. I am now on Spreaker. If you guys have a Spreaker, I will be promoting my podcast mainly over there. But I'm also on, like I said, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. I will be doing a brand new article this week on DiscussPW.com. So be sure to keep an eye out on that. You guys know the usual Twitter, JT Takeover, Instagram, at The Wrestling Takeover. You guys can follow me over there. I'd appreciate it. Let's get right into the news. All right. I have a lot to get to. So here is the official lineup. We have backstage atmosphere in AEW has been very chaotic and the normal news on Tony Khan. I have two articles on TK. I'll get to that. That will be the first thing I'll be talking about. Also have news on John Laurinaitis being terminated by the WWE. Thank God. So I'll give you guys my opinion on that. Also, reason why ROH doesn't have a weekly television deal. I've seen this floating around in the news feed. I thought it was interesting to talk about. Also have news on The Rock versus Roman Reigns still being the plan for WrestleMania 39. I'll give you guys my opinion on that. And lastly, the last news of today is backstage news on Karrion Cross's status for WWE Clash at the Castle. Let's get right into this TK. (laughs) Let's get into it, man. So, we got news on TK. Ringside News has been reporting for a while. Stuff on AEW and Tony Khan. So, the website is saying this. Tony Khan has always been good for an enthusiastic take on anything. And has high energy and has involved plenty of sacrifice memes. That being said, his activity backstage in AEW has been less than professional. And that was checked for it in a big way. Ringside News exclusively reported 
that Tony Khan's backstage behavior got worse over the past few months. There was even a blow-up where a high-ranking member of the backstage team quit over Tony Khan's actions. It's interesting. Then Khan had to chase this person down and beg for them to stay while promising a cultural than his explosive behavior. I don't know why he's chasing someone down, but okay. Continuing on, they say we were given a bit of a follow-up after our report about Tony Khan's unprofessional behavior. Apparently, the atmosphere backstage has been, quote, chaotic and full of chaos, and things have been, quote, worse than normal as of late. Khan promoted a few people within the company. I talked about that a couple of days ago to help out with the workload. So he wouldn't be so stressed out. Hopefully that helps, but it's still never okay to curse and blow up at somebody, no matter how stressful the job of live television might be. Um, you know, Tony Khan, you know, I've been talking to a lot of, of people about um, just the situations in regards to AEW and the vibe backstage regarding AEW. Now, I'm only going to be talking about this news report. Him chasing somebody down because they don't want that individual to leave. I understand that. You know, but at the same time, it feels like Tony Khan, I do not know this man at all. All right? But it just feels to me with reading the news watching AEW, it feels like Tony Khan is really getting stressed. Now more than ever because Triple H is now in charge of WWE. So he has someone looking over his shoulder. Tony Khan, he needs to get an order. He needs to get an order. He needs to start putting people, you know, in charge of certain aspects of AEW. And finally, he started to do that. Now, the problem is, I don't know why this dude did not do that in the beginning. You cannot run a promotion and be the final say all by yourself. You need people to run divisions. And so they have some sort of control. You are the final say. No question. Tony Khan is the final say. But when it comes to divisions and putting people in charge of certain aspect, excuse me, certain aspects of AEW, you need to put those people there. I don't understand why Tony Khan didn't do that in the beginning. He's now doing it, and that's great. So we'll see what happens moving forward. But I also have a follow-up um, article here on Ringside News. So they're saying Tony Khan's unprofessional behavior becoming an issue in AEW. So this is interesting. Let's get to it. So originally... Tony Khan has is charismatic, and this is kind of like a follow-up to the article that I read previously. That Ringside News has learned that Tony Khan's behavior backstage in AEW has become an issue. We were told that he goes overboard with how he talks to commentary team and their headsets on a regular basis. A source with direct knowledge of the situation told us, quote, in the past month, Tony Khan has become impossible for anyone to deal with. It's not just a communication issue with talent. It's also how he acts on headsets. Close quote. 
There have also been a few comparisons to Vince McMahon as well. That's not good. But we're told that Tony Khan is worse. So Tony Khan is worse than Vince McMahon. These are the people that formerly worked with Vince McMahon in the past. And now they're working with someone new. And they're having comparisons between who was worse. Tony Khan, my new boss. Or Vince McMahon, my previous boss. Oh, shit. Tony Khan's worse than Vince McMahon? That's crazy. As a fan reading this article, that's kind of crazy. Wow, because I heard horror stories for years about Vince McMahon and being in the headset. It's awful. Apparently, someone's worse than Vince McMahon. The article continues, quote, People who have worked in WWE says he's much worse on headsets than Vince McMahon ever was. And his level of unprofessionalism rivals what it used to be like when Kevin Dunn would start yelling at people and mocking them on headsets. Close quote. Okay, so what the fuck is Tony Khan doing on the headset? He's making fun of you? He's putting you down? He's yelling at you, screaming at you, disrespecting you on the headset. What's going on? So Vince McMahon is actually better than Tony Khan on the headset? Is that what these reports are telling me? Again, I'm a fan, so I have no idea what's going on. I'm just reading the news and giving you guys my opinion on this. But it kind of is hard to give my opinion on stuff like this when I don't know what's going on. I don't physically see it. So that's that. That's crazy. Uh, They continue. We were also told that Tony Khan was really going off during the ROH Death Before Dishonor pay-per-view on July 23rd. At this point, Tony Khan's behavior is becoming a huge issue with staff in the company. We'll have to see if he is able to correct some of those issues. I will say... Tony Khan comes off as a fanboy, which is fine, okay? In some aspects, it's fine. I've seen when people would come into AEW, he would hug people, and wrestling fans would have a problem with the way he's hugging people. You know, like, oh, don't go. I'm going to hug you. Don't go. I don't want you to leave me. It's weird, all right? That aspect is weird as hell, but... You know, (laughs) he's worse than Vince McMahon. That's just weird to me. That's weird to me. I don't know. Apparently he is. Apparently he is. Because people that worked from Vince McMahon are now working for Tony Khan. And they're comparing the two. And they're coming to the conclusions themselves. Oh, Tony Khan's worse than Vince McMahon. It's crazy. You know, again, in some aspects, Tony Khan comes off a little weird. Uh, when he's promoting shit, you know, he has the passion. You feel it, you sense it through the screen. He has the passion. So that I could appreciate. He pushes passion a little too far sometimes, but that's him. And that's how he's wired. That's how he operates. I don't know. We'll see what happens. If there's any more news on TK and this situation, I'll let you guys know. There will be no question. 
Tony Khan is definitely going to be talking about these reports. No doubt. So when that happens, I'll listen to it. I'll observe it, give my own opinion. I'll probably talk about it on the podcast, but that's pretty much it with Tony Khan there. Uh, next up, we're going to talk about John Laurinaitis being terminated by WWE. Thank God. This guy's out of there. Love it. This report is coming from Fightful. John Laurinaitis is reportedly gone from the WWE. Mike Johnson at PW Insider reports that John Laurinaitis has been, quote, officially, quietly let go by the company. The termination reportedly happened within, quote, the last week or so. Thank God he's gone. I'm so happy. Fightful has since confirmed the news. Laurinaitis is being investigated by the WWE board in relation to the Vince McMahon Wall Street Journal sexual misconduct story. Fightful reported, quote, many expected Laurinaitis to be a fall guy, and that's exactly what he was. In from a professional standpoint, Laurinaitis was put on administrative leave as head of talent relations following the Wall Street Journal report. Triple H was named EVP of talent relations on July 22nd, which is the same day Vince McMahon retired as CEO of WWE. Laurinaitis has been working with WWE since the company purchased WCW in 2001. Along with his backstage duties, he was an on-screen authority figure from 2011 to 2012. Thank fucking God. Get him out of there. Get him out of there. I also seen a report as well regarding the John Laurinaitis situation. Someone higher up in WWE called this man a snake. I mean, I've said that. A lot of people within the community stated that John Laurinaitis is a snake. You know, he's an asshole. And that's what he is. And we don't really need to read the reports to determine that. Just look at the way he would be running WWE TV in the past. The way he would operate the women's division and other things. He's an asshole. He's a snake. And now the snake is gone. I love it. Next up, we're going to be talking about ROH. ROH. Um, I'm going to be brutally honest with you. I, I don't watch ROH. Um, I did not watch Death Before Dishonor. There's just too many shows to keep up with. Um, and that's that. So we got some news on Ring of Honor. Reason why Ring of Honor doesn't have a weekly television show just yet. But Ring of Honor and Ring of Honor fans were shocked when announced that the company was going through a ministering last year. This led to the company releasing all their contracted talent. Then Tony Khan scooped in and bought the promotion. But things might not be that cut and dry. AEW president Tony Khan previously announced that he had purchased the entirely of Ring of Honor. After that, Khan has managed to hold two pay-per-views under the Ring of Honor banner. Fans have now wondered why ROH doesn't have a television deal just yet. According to undisclosed trademark documents, Tony Khan does not even have full ownership of Ring of Honor. What? Okay. 
The only copyright that has been transferred so far is Ring of Honor, ROH Video Library. The copyright holder for Ring of Honor Wrestling is Entertainment LLC, as linked to the Sinclair Broadcasting Group, which we all know is the owner of Ring of Honor. So Tony Khan is not the owner. Tony Khan is an owner only in name. And it is not exactly when and known when uh, he will acquire full ownership of Ring of Honor in general. At this point, Tony Khan is an owner of Ring of Honor, but not only through a shell company he created called Ring of Honor Acquisitions LLC, a company which has had the Jacksonville Jaguars office listed as their address. Sinclair Broadcasting is still listed as part owner. To put things into perspective, this is the same trouble that WWE faced when they tried to get WCW on the air during the Invasion storyline. To add to that, it is also why they got trademarks for ECW in July of 2021, uh, but could only run shows until June of 2005. I said 2021. I apologize. I meant to say 2001. Continuing on, obviously, there is a lot more to unpack in this situation. And then news, Ringside News said it will keep you guys updated. Okay, so he's not the full owner. It's still Sinclair Broadcasting. All right. That's all right. I don't have a problem with that. Um, I will say, you know, people want Ring of Honor to have a weekly TV deal. They clearly can't because Sinclair Broadcasting is full ownership of Ring of Honor, right? And so Tony Khan kind of has to go through the same pipeline that WWE did when it comes to WCW, right? They had to go through all these hoops to get WCW. Now, they ultimately got WCW, and that's kind of the same thing that Tony Khan is going to have to do to get Ring of Honor. So we'll see what happens. If there's any new developments, I'll let you guys know. Now, here is when we're going to be talking Roman Reigns and The Rock. I will be fantasy booking in this section of the podcast. The Rock versus Roman Reigns is, quote, 100% the plan to headline WrestleMania 39 in April of 2023. All right, that's what's up. That's cool. All right. I'm not going to complain about that. So, but the idea is the only plan if The Rock will be available for the match. Due to the fact that Mania is still months away and more opportunities could arise. So, The Rock will be available if he is going to be available. Now, reports for months have stated The Rock around WrestleMania 39 season is not going to have any movies scheduled. Okay? I'm going to fantasy book. I do it better than anybody else. That is a fact. Okay? I'm going to fantasy book. Again, I'm a kind of fantasy book. Some matches for WrestleMania 39. So follow along with me. Let's go at the suspense of, okay, Roman Reigns versus The Rock is going to happen at WrestleMania 39. Okay, that's fine. Is it going to be for a championship? 
And here's when I get my fantasy booking on. So let's talk about, all right, the title is going to be on the line. Roman Reigns versus The Rock for the Universal Championship. You're kind of stuck in that situation because what happens to everybody else? And I've been saying for years, ever since Roman Reigns won the title, he beats The Rock, right, at WrestleMania 39, and he eventually loses to a new up-and-coming superstar and drops that title to a new superstar, whoever that is. It doesn't matter who it is. Um, now people are saying they don't need a championship, and that is true. The Rock versus Roman Reigns does not need a championship. This is going to be similar to when John Cena faced The Rock at WrestleMania 28 in Miami, Florida. They were the main event, and they were not having a championship in that match. And then the year after that, at 29 in New Jersey, that's when the championship was on the line between The Rock and John Cena Part 2. All right? So I think we're going to be in a similar situation here. For me, personally, if I was in charge, I'm not having the title on the line. Now, if you have the title on the line, it's going to be a sight to behold. Roman is the universal champ. Rock wants the title. He wants one more last reign of glory. And we obviously know Roman Reigns is going to beat The Rock, no matter if it's for the championship or not. Now, the best thing for this is have it not be for the championship. Because if it's not for the championship, this match is actually going to be unpredictable. Because a couple reasons. Number one, all right, well, Roman Reigns could win. You know, he could beat The Rock. That'd be cool. You know, another thing. All right, The Rock wants to come back and he wants to win his last match before he officially announces his retirement. Oh, shit. The Rock might actually get the win here. It's very possible for The Rock to beat Roman Reigns. Now, obviously, that's not going to be the case, but WWE can create this illusion. They've done it a dozen times throughout Roman Reigns' reign where I was in an instance where, oh, shit, Edge is going to beat Roman Reigns. John Cena is going to beat Roman Reigns. Kevin Owens is going to beat Roman Reigns. This person's going to beat Roman And then it didn't happen. But WWE created that illusion that Roman Reigns was going to lose that Universal Championship during that reign that he currently is on right now. So the best course of action is for Roman Reigns versus The Rock, main event WrestleMania 39, and not, let me repeat that, not be for the Universal Championship. And now for that to happen, he's going to have to drop the title to Drew McIntyre at Clash at the Castle. That is if the plan is still Roman Reigns versus The Rock. If the plan is still Roman Reigns and The Rock, Roman Reigns needs to drop the championship to Drew McIntyre at Clash at the Castle. Now, here's where I come in. I do not think Drew McIntyre is the guy. I'm sorry for you Drew McIntyre fans out there. I'm a Drew McIntyre fan. He's not the right man to beat Roman Reigns. He's just not. Um, I actually have two people that should beat Roman Reigns that I would rather prefer than Drew McIntyre. Number one, Seth Rollins. We all know why. Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, they have that rivalry. They faced off at the Royal Rumble last year, and Roman Reigns got disqualified because he was upset that he was not going to put Rollins down for the three count. He got mad. 
grabbed the steel chair, and started to whoop his ass with it. Seth Rollins is still obligated to get a title shot. So I would love that story to be told at WrestleMania. Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, and then that is when Roman Reigns can lose the title. That would be huge. That's one idea. Number two, everybody and their mother knows Cody Rhodes should be the guy to beat Roman Reigns for the WWE Championship. Cody Rhodes is on Monday Night Raw. Roman Reigns is the WWE Universal Champion. He's on Raw and SmackDown. This title will be for the WWE Championship. Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns. I mean, I wrote it on an article. You guys can go check it out. DiscussPW.com and check out that article that was titled Cody Reigns is Prophecy. Right, fantasy book, the storyline for Cody Rhodes to eventually take the title off of Roman Reigns. It's critically acclaimed. Everybody loved that article. And you guys should go check that out if you guys have not done so already. Uh, but Cody Rhodes is my guy. If I had to pick to beat Roman Reigns and pretty much to destroy him, beat him, and become the new WWE champion. The Rock, Roman Reigns does not need a title. They don't need a title, okay? So I'm on the premise of they don't need a championship. You got Roman Reigns and The Rock. They are going to be the main event of night two of WrestleMania in a non-title match. Who's the universal champion? Who's the WWE champion? Let's start with the WWE championship. I cannot think. Now, if you guys can, that's great. But there's one match. One that I would love to see for the WWE Championship at WrestleMania 39 if it does not involve Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns. It involves Cody Rhodes. I would love to see Cody Rhodes versus Randy Orton for the WWE Championship at WrestleMania 39. That is what I would love to see. All right, so that is one match I would love now for the universal championship again it's uh it's pretty tough because you don't really have a lot of people on that brand <clears throat> and it, you really don't so I I just don't feel that Drew McIntyre is a big enough name to hold that title to Wrestlemania 39 the only opponent that I can think of, for, and if this is the case, I would love this and be for the Universal Championship. This is why I'm so different than everybody else, man. I'm talking to you guys, and ideas are flowing in my head right away. I love it. If you want Drew McIntyre to beat Roman Reigns, now, I wouldn't do it, but if WWE wants to, in Clash of the Castle, Drew McIntyre wins the Universal Championship. He holds it until WrestleMania 39. Do you know the opponent that I would have him go one-on-one -on -one with and is not carrying cross? I'm sorry. It's not carrying cross. I would love for Drew McIntyre to go one-on-one -on -one with Gunther. Gunther versus Drew McIntyre for the Universal Championship. You got Cody Rhodes versus Randy Orton for the WWE Championship. And then you got Roman Reigns versus The Rock, the main event of WrestleMania 39, night two. 
Hey, Triple H, listen, man. I love this type of stuff. I thrive in these type of situations. I just booked you three matches right there for WrestleMania 39. Rock versus Roman Reigns, Gunther versus Drew McIntyre for the Universal Championship, and Cody Rhodes versus Randy Orton for the WWE Championship. Talk to me, man. I know those ideas are so clean. They're perfect. Now, Cody Rhodes would have to win the Royal Rumble. Gunther will give another opportunity. Maybe win the Elimination Chamber or find a different way to face Drew McIntyre. Those are the matches that I would book for WrestleMania if The Rock and Roman Reigns is going to happen. Now, let's talk about Roman Reigns and The Rock not happening. If The Rock and Roman Reigns is actually not going to happen, they're talking about that this is the plan right now. It does make sense. Now, I talked about if Rock and Roman is happening. Those ideas. Now, let's kind of switch it up a little bit. If The Rock and Roman Reigns is not happening, the Universal or WWE Championships need to look vastly different. I'm going on the WWE Championship. If Roman Reigns is still holding that title to WrestleMania 39, he needs to go one-on-one with Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes wins the Royal Rumble. He challenges Roman Reigns for that championship for the WWE championship. I forgot to mention too. What about Seth Rollins versus Cody Rhodes for the WWE championship? Cody Rhodes versus Randy Orton or Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins ending that uh, feud at WrestleMania. You put, you maybe put that inside hell in a cell. I, I, I would love it. Even though we've seen them already inside hell in a cell, you can do something. You can do something with that Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins for the WWE Championship. Now, I would prefer Randy Orton versus Cody Rhodes for the WWE Championship. But Seth Rollins was on my radar as well. Now, Roman Reigns and The Rock. And it doesn't happen. Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns for the WWE Championship. Now, for the Universal Championship. Again, Roman Reigns would have to drop that championship to somebody. And that person, if it's the case, it turns out to be Drew McIntyre. I'm still doing Drew McIntyre versus Gunther at WrestleMania for the Universal Championship. That's what I'm doing. So these are just some of the ideas that are flowing in my mind. And I'm thinking of everything, everything is based on the direction of what happens at Clash at the Castle with Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns. That's step one. Step two, if we are getting Roman Reigns versus The Rock, is it going to be for the championship? Because you got to think about it like this too. If it is going to be for a championship, let's say the Universal Championship, Roman Reigns, Rock for the Universal title. The WWE Championship match still needs to be Cody Rhodes versus Randy Orton. All right? So that's another idea. You have to think about these things. And this is going to be a big part in determining what happens. It's all going to start at Clash at the Castle. If Drew McIntyre beats Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship, 
Now, I don't know if they're promoting it as uh, the WWE Undisputed Championships are on the line, both of them, which would be so fucking dumb. Triple H. That would be dumb. I'd call you out on that. It needs to be for one championship. It needs to be for the Universal Championship. You get that title off Roman Reigns, and that's that. And then Roman can focus on the WWE Championship. But you also have to think about it like this as well. Roman Reigns, honestly, should drop the WWE Championship first. That's what I'm thinking. He should drop the title, the WWE title, first. Because he's been holding the WWE title not that long. Not longer than he's held the Universal Championship. When he loses that Universal Championship, it is going to be such a big deal. Because that man's held that title for years. Two years, almost going on three. The Universal Championship. So when he loses, that would be a big deal. Not the WWE Championship. I mean, when he loses, I'm going to still be like, holy shit, he fucking lost. But at the end of the day, it's, it's not really going to be that, I would say, impactful from if he loses the Universal Championship. Now, people are probably going to say, well, if he loses regardless, it's going to be huge. That is true. But the impact of losing the Universal Championship is going to be different than losing the WWE title. So I pitched you guys a lot of ideas. And it starts at Clash at the Castle. That's going to determine where WWE is going to go. So that's that. And that's the news on The Rock and Roman Reigns. It's one of the biggest matches that you can do right now. Again, if not Rock Roman, Cody Rhodes versus Roman. Or Seth Rollins versus Roman. But that's pretty much it. When it comes to big matches. To be a headliner for night two. Because Roman is main eventing night two. So that's that's a fact. That's going to happen. So we'll see what happens. I think night one's main event. Speaking of both nights, I think night one's main event is going to be Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch, unless they come up with something else. Night one's main event is Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey. And then night two main event, going on the rumors right now, is The Rock versus Roman Reigns. If The Rock cannot make it, Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns. And have that be for the WWE title. And then the Universal title. I'm booking, if this is me, this is on SmackDown. I'm booking Drew McIntyre versus Gunther. And I'm having Gunther take that title off of Drew McIntyre. Let's get to the last article of the show. So, we have backstage news on carrying across the status for Clash at the Castle. This report is coming from WrestlingNudes.co. Karrion Cross returned to WWE with Scarlett Bordeaux on last Friday's episode of SmackDown by attacking Drew McIntyre. McIntyre was doing a promo segment with undisputed WWE Universal Champion Roman Reigns ahead of their Clash at the Castle match. After Cross attacked McIntyre, he had a stare down with Roman Reigns. This led to speculation among fans that WWE might change the plan Clash at the Castle main event and make it a triple threat match. However, that's not the case. Thank God that's not the case. 
while speaking on today's Wrestling Observer Radio, Dave Meltzer said that McIntyre versus Reigns is still the headliner. It's still unclear when Cross will get his title shot. Cross is in the main event. That's another name to really keep your eye on regarding potentially beating Roman Reigns. People are saying Roman should lose his titles back to back. That's ridiculous. I do think, I do not want this to happen, but I do believe Roman's losing to Drew McIntyre at Clash at the Castle. And if that's the case, Drew holds it until WrestleMania 39 where Gunther either wins the Royal Rumble or finds another way to get in there to face Drew McIntyre. That should be your WWE Universal Championship match at WrestleMania. That's if Drew McIntyre beats Roman. Like I said, I just went over all of my scenarios a couple seconds ago. But Karrion Cross, he's a main event player. He's a main event player with Scarlett. I love it. I love it. He has his same theme song, his same entrance, the same vibe, the aura. Love it. It's too soon for him to win the world title. It's too soon. You know, I think he will be a world champion in 2023 for sure. Just not right now. You need to put plans into motion and start at Clash of Champions. Clash of the Castle. We'll see. But that's pretty much it, ladies and gentlemen. That's all I got for you guys today on Tuesday for your weekly up-to-date news stories in the world of pro wrestling. Thank you guys for the continued love and support. Be sure to follow me on social media, JT Takeover on Twitter, at The Wrestling Takeover on Instagram. Be sure to support the podcast on Spreaker. It's a new platform there. Also, you have the usual Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Play, and iHeart Radio. Brand new article will be dropping this week, so stay tuned to that. Also, I'll see you guys next time. AEW, we'll see. I'll keep you guys updated.